When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, Michigan fans? It's Clayton Safey here with the Wolverine.com. Here to break down our five biggest takeaways from Michigan's 30 to 3 season opening win over East Carolina Saturday at the Big House. Before we get into all of it, make sure to like this video on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and head to the Wolverine.com for more Michigan coverage. We got all sorts of stuff coming from yesterday's game here recording on a Sunday morning. So make sure to check that out. Right now, $1 gets you your first month of premium access on the Wolverine.com. And right now, 50% off an annual subscription your first year, just $49.99. All right, let's get into it. Uh, the first thing is the passing game was fantastic for Michigan. They're able to get that going. East Carolina stacking the box much of the afternoon. East Carolina also crashing in uh, on the run and, and making sure that they take that away. You got Blake Corn back there. You got Donovan Edwards. Well, Michigan has a counter. And that was J.J. McCarthy, who was really spectacular to begin the season. It's exactly what you wanted to see after his offseason. You kept hearing about how things were effortless, how he had made some big strides. Jim Harbaugh is calling him a generational quarterback and comparing him to Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes in, in different ways and mostly his intangibles. But you saw all of it on Saturday. He's 26 for 30, 280 yards, three touchdowns, uh, you know, a couple drops were in there for a couple of his incompletions. He only really had one bad throw, and, and one of his bad throws was was caught by Cornelius Johnson. So this was a really good outing by J.J. McCarthy. He was pinpoint. I thought one of the best things he did was he stayed in the pocket. He didn't bail out of there like we saw him do at times last year, like we saw him do actually in the spring game on his only touchdown uh, throw in the spring game. So he stayed in there. He moved well. He kept plays alive, and Drake Nugent, who said this on the Michigan Radio post game show, he said one thing I've already noticed. This is a Stanford transfer at center, um, you know, in his first game at Michigan. He said one thing I've already noticed is that the play is never dead with nine back there, and that seemed to be true on Saturday. Now we have to take into account this is not a very good Eastern or East Carolina defense, especially pass defense. They finished 130th out of 131 teams against the pass last year, um, but it was a good first outing. For Michigan, you also get a couple receivers involved and really your top four that you want to see targeted. Roman Wilson was very, very good. I thought he was really precise. I thought his routes were, were really clean. And then he showed off his speed as well. That helps him get open. That helps him get separation. He has three touchdowns. First time a Michigan receiver has three touchdowns in a game since Nico Collins at Indiana in 2019. But he finishes with six catches for 78 yards. Cornelius Johnson five catches, Colston Loveland and Donovan Edwards, each with four. So eight different receivers caught passes from J.J. McCarthy, but those four really the top targets. And, you know, I think that's a really encouraging sign. Again, you have to consider the competition. Now let's talk a little bit more about that run game. So Blake Corum is back. It was awesome to see him back in there in the big house, um, you know, obviously received really well by the crowd. His stats we're fine. He ran 10 times for 73 yards, a two-yard touchdown. He had runs of 21 yards and 37 yards. 
Uh, the 37-yarder gets them down to the two-yard line. He punches it into the end zone on the next play. I will say he looked a little bit rusty. His cuts were, were very good. Um, and he even said afterwards he had some things he wants to clean up. It's his first time getting hit since the Ohio State game last year when he tried to give it a go. So you got to kind of figure out where you're at in relation to other guys, knowing you're going to get hit, you know, even the eyes too, just reacting to having bodies all around you. So that's going to come, I think, in time. I thought he looked a step slow, um, you know, from even last year, especially from two years ago. He has put it on a little bit of weight. But again, I think we could attribute some of that to him just being rusty. Um, overall, though, Michigan, you know, you look at the run game numbers and they basically did, you know, what they were supposed to do. East Carolina is going to stack the box while Michigan's going to throw. So it's the first time in two seasons that Michigan didn't rent, uh, run in a game more than it threw. It was exactly 50-50, something Jim Harbaugh talked about coming into the season. 31 rushes, 31 passes. Uh, but the run game numbers, okay overall. I mean, 3.9 yards per carry, you want to get that up. But Blake Corum at 7.3. I thought one of the more frustrating things was Donovan Edwards not being able to punch it in at the goal line. Uh, you know, the offensive line, and Drake Nugent said this after the game too, like there are still some things to clean up, even though they're stacking the box. You should be able to get a little bit more push, but that'll probably come in time with some of these guys, you know, in there for the first time together. Drake Nugent at center, Miles Hinton at right tackle. Those are the, uh, and then Carson Barnhart at left tackle. So those were kind of the position battles that no surprises there, but cementing that that they won those battles. And uh, and that's what's kind of kind of look like, it seems like, to begin the season. Um, and we'll see how they mesh together as well. But Blake Corum, overall, very, very good to see him back in there for the maize and blue. All right, let's flip over to the defensive side of the ball, our third takeaway with the Michigan defense not getting any sacks, just the third time in the last two seasons that the Michigan defense doesn't have any other any sacks. The other times, Illinois last year, also UConn. Have to note, though, East Carolina getting the ball out very, very quickly. That's kind of their M.O. Last year, they ranked tied for 20th in the country with uh, allowing only 15 sacks. So that's kind of the way they play, even with new quarterbacks back there. Mason Garcia, Alex Flynn, they were getting the ball out quickly. Jesse Minter said after the game, some of his pass rushers were a little bit frustrated that they didn't put any um, you know, sacks up on the board. But the Michigan pass defense overall, without Will Johnson at corner and without Rod Moore at safety, was still very good. Only 4.6 yards per attempt for East Carolina. Um, and that is a very, very good number. Michigan also gets an interception by Mike Sainer still early on in the game. That was on a quick throw, and that's kind of uh, you know the danger with some of those quick throws. Mike Sainer still was right there. There was a little bit of pressure from Kenneth Grant on that play. Actually, a lot of pressure from him, even though it was a quick throw, and I thought Kenneth Grant had a very good game. As far as the shorthanded defensive backfield, I thought Keon Sab played really well. He had a nice punch-out pass breakup early on in the game on a third down to get the Michigan defense off the field. Josh Wallace... In his debut, the UMass transfer, he almost had an interception as well. Um, maybe could have been, depending on the rule. It looked like um, it was really, really close there, and they, they overturned it after review. Um, let's talk about the Michigan special teams. We saw James Turner, the Louisville transfer, at kicker for the first time in a Michigan uniform. It was a pretty up-and-down up, up day for James Turner. He hits a 50-yard field goal as time expires to end the first half. 
they ice him there. He decides to kick it, you know, even knowing that it, the timeout was there. Whistle had already blown. He line drives it. He made that kick, but then he absolutely hits the next one perfectly, the one that counted, and a way better trajectory than the rest of his kicks all day long. It was much higher. It was much longer. Probably could have been uh, through the uprights in, in good from 60-plus on that one, but he was hitting a little bit lower. That seems to be a trend for James Turner, at least in the first game, he missed an extra point. Jake Moody didn't miss an extra point all of last season. I don't know that he missed one the year before either. So I think Michigan fans are going to be holding their breath a little bit more on, on extra points, maybe not holding their breath, but they're going to not walk away from the TV to grab that snack or or drink. I think they're going to, they're going to stick around for a second or, or, you know, stop celebrating a little bit early and then re-celebrate again after the extra point. So that's something to watch. And then he misses a 52 yarder, um, that one, not super close, but keep an eye on James Turner back there. Punt returner. We saw Jake Thaw um, back there. He's a walk-on, not necessarily the most dynamic guy. He did make a mistake on his first punt return, not fielding it off the bounce or uh, through the air on the line drive. Michigan gets backed up to the two-yard line. It really set the offense back just a little bit, changed the game flow a little bit. They go three and out there, have to run three straight times. And then Tommy Doman with a punt. Tommy Doman was very good punting the football in his debut as Michigan starting punter. And then also on kickoffs. I thought all of his kickoffs were very good with great hang time on both kicks and punts. So uh, Carmelo English in there at punt returner for Michigan at the end of the game, freshman wide receiver. Maybe we see more of him as the season goes on. And then it was Kalel Mullings back deep to receive the lone kickoff that Michigan received in this game. The final takeaway is the tribute that Michigan players had for Jim Harbaugh. You see J.J. McCarthy on the screen with the free Harbaugh T-shirt. A lot of guys were wearing the head ball coach shirts that are now available, apparently, on the M-Den. So um, a little bit of a a shout-out there to their coach who is suspended for the first three games of the season. Sharon Moore, the offensive coordinator, also out for the first game. He'll be back on the sideline next week, but apparently they were watching the game together at Sharon Moore's house. Uh, so would have loved to hear the conversation during the game there. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe Jim Harbaugh will share a little bit on that during his Monday press conference. But also Michigan coming out in the second series there after they got backed up and doing the train formation that they used back in 2016 with everybody lined up in a single file line. Then they, uh, you know, dispersed to their different positions. But holding up the uh, the number four Jim Harbaugh's jersey number at Michigan as a little bit of a tribute there. So I thought that was cool. They said they want their coach back. It felt a little bit weird not having him for the pregame speech and all that sort of stuff. Um, But overall, I thought Jesse Minter, who was the acting head coach for the day, did a pretty good job managing things. I mean, they were able to get that field goal at the end of the first half. So that's a positive when you can handle clock situations. Uh, But, you know, when you win by 27 points and you, you are the guardian of victory that Jim Harbaugh needed you to be, the mission's accomplished, but they will be better off for having Jim Harbaugh back on the sideline in week four against Rutgers. And J.J. McCarthy said our coach is going to be hungrier than ever when he is back, which could be a little bit scary for some of the opponents out there, including Rutgers. But that is going to be it for five takeaways from Michigan's 30-3 to win over East Carolina. Again, make sure to like this video if you're excited about Michigan's win. If you want Michigan to win the national championship, hit that thumbs up button, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and as always, head to the Wolverine.com for more Michigan football coverage. for your first month of premium access, $49.99 for your first year. 
That is a special deal going on right now, so make sure to take advantage. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.